after an abysmal Saturday, Red Bull dominates on Sunday. Checo podiums at home, Ferrari leaves McLaren in the dust, and the great Gasly makes an appearance. Let's jump the start. What's up, everybody? Welcome in Jump to Star Racing Podcast. My name is Wellington. I'm here with two of my closest friends in person, live. <laughs> Ruben, say hello. What's going on, guys? We missed you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, see? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Always making fun of me. Always Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Ruben, they had to... Yo. Stop okay. it, Ruben. Okay. Already. Well, let's do his point. Say Already. hi, man. Yeah, like you guys, yeah. <laughs> Guys, on today's episode, we'll be discussing the <laughs> Mexican Grand Prix, the news going into the race, engine penalties, a lot of those, and then we'll also be previewing the Brazilian Grand Prix, trivia, history, predictions, as always. He gets a penalty. I yeah. get a penalty. Oprah handing out penalties. Yep. Ruben, how was your weekend, my brother? It was actually a very good weekend. Very good. We watched what, the race together yesterday. Yeah, 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 that was good. Had some ramen afterwards. Ramen. Oh, ramen was good. That's it. Saturday I worked. I had people over my house on Saturday, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, I see. Good and bad. What was the bad? Out of work. That's um, normal these days. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, but at least I got work. Um, yeah, but it was a fun, a fun Sunday. Fun Sunday. Yes, it was. Fun yes. The Sunday. Let's <laughs> go watch that team, bro. I couldn't. I was watching the race. <laughs> Guys, before we jump into this, I want to make sure that I mention that we are on many podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. We're also on YouTube. What's up? Jump to Start Racing Podcast. At Jump to Start F1 on Twitter and Instagram. Drop a like on a picture. Retweet a uh, comment, a tweet, a Twitter. Just uh, stop and say hello. Make sure to follow us on YouTube. Subscribe if you've seen more than one video. And um, leave a review. And with that, let's get started. Let's get into some news. The Chinese Grand Prix out in Shanghai extended out to 2025. Um, it has not taken place since 2019, right? Mm -hmm. So 2020 was canceled, obviously, due to Coco. 2019, same thing. I mean, 2021, same thing. What, what's funny? Coco. I never heard. Not the Disney movie. Not the Disney movie. I know. <laughs> Coco. That's a disservice to Coco. Yep. <laughs> uh, what do we Poor think? Coco. I think it's an awesome track, to, to be 100% honest. Uh, Mr. Tickle, as Ruben calls him, Herman Tilka, did a fantastic job that uh, turn two being Ruben's favorite turn. The court screw. That awesome corkscrew that then uncorkscrews itself mm -hmm. um anything of anything else of note i wonder where it's going to be in the calendar though right because i feel some things were shifting for 2022 we have 23 races what comes off the calendar or do they go to the full 25 races Jeez. that's a lot of races it is 
So I don't, I mean, that, and that's really the only concern that I have. It's just, I mean, I, we knew that China was going to be back and they need that race, obviously, for Asia. But yeah, I mean, it's a lot of races. I think they need, they're going to have to figure out how to uh, how to organize that calendar better where they have all the races in one region instead of jumping back and forth. There's so many deals, though, like that some race has to be during this part of the year or whatever. Like Canada, we know, has to be at the beginning of June. Whatever races, Australia normally was at the start of the year. Bahrain has to be like at the start, Abu Dhabi at the end. So it's like, ah. Yeah, it's a lot of... Uh... I mean, it's also a lot of deals that that were made in the previous regime regime under Bernie Ecclestone. So that's something that you have to honor, and things are going to be changing going forward. Um, but yeah, and yeah, Vietnam just disappeared, but that was because the promoter got into legal troubles. So that's never going to happen. So. I mean, like I said, we knew China was going to come back, but it's just now we're adding more races. And people are up in arms about 23. Obviously, personnel issues, people seeing their families during the season. Yeah, we'll see how it how it works out. But it, obviously, it's, it's so when is it going to return? In 20. Well, it's supposed to come back, yeah, in 2023, and it's extended through 2025. 2025. Yeah. Okay. No thoughts, Ruben? No, I just. I was, you know, my first thought was like, oh, so maybe they're flying back and forth to help, you know, be able to move the equipment and stuff like that. But that's, you know, relevant because we do it now with Mexico and Brazil and stuff like that. So, other than that, I mean, it's probably boils down to what Wellington said regarding the contract where they have to be held at this time of the year and this time and that time. I mean, it Brazil, is a pretty good race. I mean, I mean, well, I, the one memory that I have of the Chinese Grand Prix was Danny Ricardo. Yes. Coming what up through the field. Uh, that was amazing. With the timely pit stop. That was amazing. The, yeah. That was the yeah, the double stack that just worked out. Like, yeah, that was that was cool. And then Max crashed out. Vettel mm -hmm. and Ricardo was able to take care of business. So there's that. There's also news that Lewis there's news that Mercedes is less concerned now about Lewis Hamilton having to take an engine penalty. That they've figured out a solution to what was causing their reliability issues. Did they mention what was causing the reliability issues? No. No, that's giving Top away secret stuff. competitive edge. But, it, I mean, it's it's good, right? It only took six engines from, from Valtteri Bottas and then now two from Lewis Hamilton or, or however many plus another one. And how many from the customer teams? <laughs> and how many from the customer <laughs> So, I mean, we'll get into the engine penalties, too. So that means that they just used and abused the... Everybody else. The junkyard here in the Hunts Point. <laughs> That's it. They just left them out for drive. Yeah. Valtteri scrap it for uh, parts. So this weekend, Norris, Lance Stroll, Yuki Tsunoda, and Esteban Ocon took engine penalties. I think Lance Stroll was the only other... Uh, between Norris and Stroll, that makes every Mercedes customer as mm -hmm. well as the works team they've taken an all engine penalty so it's uh i wonder if that's a first for mercedes right i want to put my tin foil hat on let's do it <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if this was done on purpose just so it gotta add another feedback loop 
just to make things a little bit more competitive. What's going on? What what was done on purpose? Meaning that you only have three engines per per season. They know that it's it's cutting it close. You can't make it with three engines per season. So that includes penalties and other things that the teams have to deal with. So it puts a wrench in your plans as far as if you're in the lead or like look what's happening with Mercedes. Mercedes basically used Botas as a as a as a guinea pig. Uh, they minimize the damage as far as like not giving. I think Hamilton took one engine penalty. Um, but if you're in a title fight, that could spell like a huge. I don't know a huge setback. If you have to take an engine penalty at the end. Well, I mean these, this is, those limitations were introduced as part of the cost cap. Uh, yeah, but you know there could be alternative reasons for it. Like I said, ten foil hat. Ten foil hat. I mean, as long as it's not hurting you, everybody's fine. Because you know when it was hurt, killing Red Bull, nobody Mercedes didn't care. <laughs> not yeah, we didn't have as many issues last year, I don't think. So I wonder what the real difference is. Well, actually, that's stupid because last year we had so many, not so many less. We had less races mm-hmm. overall. Mm-hmm. We started later. I don't know if maybe that plays into it. I don't know. And I, I think this was this is the third. Uh, they've been doing this for this is the third year they're doing it. So it really, it really didn't play much of an issue in the first season that they did it. But uh, like I said, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of weird that now it's happening. You go through a full season and you got all these engine manufacturers taking engine penalties at the end. That's Thank it. God it's not like the debacle that they used to do with McLaren to give like 20 penalties <laughs> before for Alonso. But I think it has to do with that, with um, with just now the field being tighter. So it really does, you know, matter. Because when Mercedes was running away with it. Well, that's true. Too. That, that's that a, a good point. point. That's actually the best point. When Mercedes yeah. were running away with the titles, they would start from the back and still win right. the race. Right. There was no point in pushing. Right. Now teams have to push. Now everybody's pushing. Because if you look at the standings now, everybody's in a battle. And also what could be, you know. For the Constructors' Champion. One of the things that could be causing all this, you know, mayhem, whatever, could be the the engine maps or the, come on, the Mercedes just use it. Oh, yeah. The, they don't, they don't, the engine modes, they don't, yes. they can't switch it now during the races also. Exactly. No more party mode? No, no more party, party modes. Mode. So it could, this could be, that right. could be also the main reason why it's happening. So probably Mercedes was So Kygo's so... not in the engine anymore. No, Kygo. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Kygo. No, so Mercedes was so far out in front that they were used to turning it down. And, and even, uh, well, and both. It? A couple of years ago, they told Max to turn down the engine in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Didn't want to do it. That was the year Tiesto was there. Both. It could also be was that you have it so high during no, qualifying. Adam Van Buren. Armin Van Buren. Armin Van Buren. Wow. <laughs> we have fun that year. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be also that in qualifying, you had it at such a high pace just to qualify higher. During the race, you're able already to turn it down because everybody's doing the same thing. And your engine is it's kind of what they used to do back in the day. They used to bring a, a bunch of, yeah, quite, just a qualifying engine. Yeah, yeah. It would only last like two or three laps. And that's it. And take it off it. and put another one. Take it off, put another one. But that was when those were the days where you could bring as many engines. Yep. You can even bring a third car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the one that Martin Brundle Brundle, into? Yeah, that, that's exactly what happened. He finished the race in his third car. That's crazy. Sounds like Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> Why me? <laughs> And moving on to the 
I guess oh, next this doesn't work. Yeah. Next and last piece of news. Not even a piece of news. Alfa Romeo expects to make their 2022 F1 driver decision after the Brazilian Grand Prix. Guys, it's the last seat. Like, come on. Who else is out there? Give it to the Bergamo Bullet, Gio. He had an awesome race. He had an awesome well, it's crazy because he did have an awesome race. He was fighting the whole time, and then like at the end, he just dropped down, and like you don't see the the results at the end. But my man Gio constantly fighting, Italian Jesus pushing forward, <laughs> Italian Jesus, yeah, turning bread into. What's the other guy you answered that you mentioned earlier? That they Hell have. Hell, my Ferrari driver. Gotcha. There's a few people. There's that a, there's a bunch of people that are are very qualified to to drive in that seat. I don't, just don't know who's who's the favorite. Oh. They did mention Wang Yuzhou. Uh, seems to be the favorite there, the Alpine driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in the in the um, the driver academy. Christian Longard is in the running too. He's in the Alpine academy. I don't know, man. I don't know who's gonna partner Valtteri Bottas. That's really G- up in the air because we, usually we would know, kind of have an idea who they're gonna pick, but G- we just don't know. It's because it's Alpha. It didn't, it didn't get that much, you know. So then, all right, if it's Geo. Why would they wait so long to announce it? That that is the question, right? Like, why prolong it? Maybe uh, show know. me the money. Maybe, Maybe they were waiting to see if Andretti was going to. That's buy what I was the second one I was going to say. Maybe like, that's got to be the answer. Like, maybe they're looking to sell off the team and thus that seat. Yeah, and well, and that, and that um that deal fell through because well yeah fell through because they weren't giving Andretti enough control. Of the team, so the proven winner. No, so yeah. they wanted like, to get paid right away or something, something like that. No. It wasn't well. He, Andretti said it wasn't really because of the money. It was just about control. It was because obviously they have to the it's uh, Sauber is owned by a bank basically, okay. and you would have to pay. You have to buy shares of that bank, but even like that, if you buy the bank that owns the team. You still want a certain amount of control over it, and I, I don't think they were willing to give it up. So, so if you don't pay that bank, who foreclosed on, on the team? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that deal. What happened was you caught me by surprise. That would have been um, it. Would have been cool if that if that would have happened because um, obviously we would it would have been a clear path for an American driver to be in F one. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about caught and hurt and we need before, it. but the U.S. needs to uh, absolutely right. just like Brazil too. Yeah. All right, race weekend review. Are you gonna say this? Let's thing? hit it. I don't know. Gentlemen, maybe a short view back to the past. You gotta come. Thirty years ago, Nicky Lauda. <laughs> he's reading it. He's reading it. Oh, he is. Place him into the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, you gotta memorize it. Almost. Why is it oh, the challenge always only on me? Come on, guys. We know you, we know you could do it because you know I can't do it. <laughs> I would love to hear Ruben memorize it. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. We love. <laughs> we'll love to hear. Uh-oh. Both at the same time. With regards to this race weekend, right, we went in saying, as did everybody, that this is a Red Bull track. So imagine the surprise. So I didn't get to see qualifying live. I saw the results, and I saw Bottas on pole, Hamilton second, Max third, and I was like, "What the hell just happened?" Because I just I didn't know, and I I saw what you guys saw. I saw what you guys had texted, and I was like, "I gotta watch this." What did you guys think? 
What did you guys think of Mercedes' surprise performance? Let's answer that question first. What? I was actually I was actually a little shocked when they were so high and that the Red Bull did not overtake him right away on it. Obviously, you know, we know they're going to have a, a solid, you know, lap, you know, between the two or whatever. But that Red Bull did not have an answer for it right away. You know, they waited until the last minute to try to go and then the, laps, the lap got messed up. But other than that, it was only them two. <laughs> I think Mercedes performed how they should have performed. Mm-hmm. I think Red Bull just didn't wasn't up to the task during qualifying. During qualifying, yeah. yeah. Um, you know uh, the incident with Sonoda at at the. It was Sonoda that went out first. It yes. was Sonoda that went out first. And that provoked Perez to to react. Obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty. But the reason why Sonoda went off track was to let the Red Bulls by. No, come on. Yeah. Wait, it was wait. to let them buy. He went off track to let them buy. To let them buy because they knew they were fast. But I guess Paris didn't the know. The only reason, listen, Sonoda, we said Sonoda was going to take an engine penalty. So he's going to start from the back anyways. Right? So the only reason he was out there was to give Gasly a toe. I know, I know. But mm. did anybody tell Paris that, though? Apparently not. <laughs> but either way, if I, Paris got distracted and saw him off track and he went off track with him but he was nowhere near Paris he literally went off track mm-hmm. just to let the Red Bulls by because the Red Bulls were behind him Yeah, because Max said when he saw the smoke and, so he and that's what, what Alfatari said that's what Frank Toss said the team boss what did he say? he said that the only reason that, that when the Red Bulls were coming it was being communicated to Yuki that the Red Bulls were coming and the, on and, a fast lap yeah he was, they were on a fast lap and he went off the track to get out of their way. That okay. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look, I don't blame. Why don't you? Why don't you believe? You don't. No, believe no, no. I'm saying no, like, no, I, I why didn't they it. communicate to Paris or to the actual rebel team? It, it's not that. It, it's not you, dude. It's they're on track. You also, can't you, can't, you can't. And you one can't, team commu- can't communicate. You can't communicate. Yeah, other. exactly. So there's no. <laughs> no, no, but like, when it's I, not like there's a bat phone to to Alpha No, like Tari. if 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 Yuki Sonoda was gonna let them by, so why obviously that it's a straightaway? Just slow down on the straight and put to the side so they can just fly right by you. Uh, that's tricky too, bro. The, Remember, that, these cars are traveling section, at almost two hundred miles an hour. That section was tough because you're coming up on a chicane. So you're the previous turn puts you on the on the inside. Then you have to whip out to the outside. Mm-hmm. Then you have to hit that corner to hit the apex. Putting you back on the outside of the, it was just a tricky spot. I understand Max being distracted because by the time he got there, they're, re, they're rejoining the track. So it's like, yeah, it, it, I would. But why? I too would but be why did Perez go off? Listen, I don't know. I'm not Sergio Perez. Um, it should have never got. It to was that just point. an. Uh, listen, it was an underperformance by Red Bull. Red Bull was clearly faster. They showed it race day. It's not like they changed anything from the qualifying to race day. But I'll tell you what, though. What that that performance from Mercedes, granted, it didn't translate to race day. What that performance from Mercedes showed me is that come Brazil, there's no, and it's what you were saying, there's there's not really going to be a clear cut, this is a Red Bull track, this is a Mercedes track. That they're just, it's going to come down to the, to the four drivers of those teams to really kind of eke out the performance of those cars. And the setups that they And use. the setups, correct. Yeah. Let's not forget the engineers. Yeah. Um, yeah. The menu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. It's just like that Red Bull track, Mercedes track, 
throw it out the window, man, because we've seen I, I, it. I don't know if here you could throw it out the window. Where Brazil in or Mexico? You took Mexico? In Mexico. We clearly saw that. I mean, obviously the Red Bull was faster, but on a one lap pace. On a one lap pace, pace with. I'll tell you what. On a one. Right I'll tell you what. On a one, and we'll get to this at the race review, but. On a one-lap pace, Mercedes was able to lock out the front row, okay. right? At the end of the race, Red Bulls finished 1-3. Mercedes as a team, meaning both Hamilton mm-hmm. and Bottas, failed to capitalize on being, the front. on being on the front. Because we clearly saw during this race that it was hard to overtake. So yep. if you establish track position from the beginning, yep. the race is totally different. Yeah, but this is something that I've that's what I, that's what I, I, that's what I wanted to mm-hmm. say right away. But is the effect of your teammate not coming through for you? Yeah, on both ends, because remember, Paris went off, so Max, you know, fell back, and then at the beginning of the race, <laughs> both. It, it no, and then sh- also remember, also with when we're still talking about qualifying, remember that Max last time we were in Mexico got penalized for not stopping for for yep. yellow flags. So I'm pretty sure that's in your head too. If you see a car go off, you don't want to get penalized, especially if you're in a championship fight. Yeah, at least let go. You're gonna lift. Yeah. You're gonna lift, and you're gonna make sure that you're good. Good. All right. So that was qualifying, and obviously that plays into the start of the race, in which I don't know if the, I don't know if there's well, there have been very exciting starts to the races, but this was. Extremely exciting because of, yeah, it was three wide, but it felt like five wide with Boras, Hamilton, Ricardo, Perez, and Verstappen all fighting right into that turn one. So Yancey called it where when we were sitting there watching, he was saying that the straight is so long that what's going to happen is that the Mercedes are going to punch through the air and it's going to create an opportunity for the Red Bulls to overtake. Perez, probably too far back. Ricardo, probably too far back. But it gave uh, Max the shot to move in and take advantage of the situation. Too far back, but they were there. (laughs) They were there, but just, I guess, the physical distance from starting Mm -hmm. just didn't put them right where they should have been. I don't know. To me, it looked like either the Mercedes got a bad start or those three other guys... Perez, Verstappen, and Ricardo got great starts. I don't know what you guys. It, it's it's because the toe because it's such thin air is minimized. Everyone had a good start. No, they didn't. I think everyone Max had and, a good start. And Lewis had like a similar story. Like a Max time. got ahead because he broke really late into that corner, and he went on the outside. I mean, the, the, and everybody, and also you know everybody's cautious. Especially the Mercedes, especially Hamilton. Especially Hamilton. Everybody's cautious because you don't want to get into a lap one incident. What I love about the, well, the Mexico City Grand Prix. I thought it was the Mexican Grand Prix. No, exactly. Nobody noticed that it was the Mexico City Grand Prix. I think they changed it. They, they, they changed, they, they they changed, changed it this year. El gobierno de la ciudad. Yeah. <laughs> the Mexico City Grand Prix. What I love about this track in particular is that it's a really long run mm-hmm. to turn one. Turn one is not a 90-degree turn. It's a real quick turn. Um, and unlike Russia, which is a long run, it doesn't have a kink in it. So you're literally just 
flying straight ahead. Um, which is the reason, and historically, anybody who take, takes pole in Mexico, much like Sochi, does not win the race. And in this track, it's hard to overtake. So, which is the reason why I said that Max is going gonna, is gonna to take the lead is that Max is most aggressive during the start. He's probably the most aggressive starter on the grid, aside from maybe Fernando Alonso. Mm -hmm. But I even think Verstappen beats him as far as aggressiveness at the start. Max is very good starting a race, and he's very good at not getting into any incidents at the beginning of the race either. It's very few times that he does that. And, he, and if he starts from the second row back, he's very good at getting into that first or second place spot. That's the reason why. With those two things combined, meaning that the post sitter never usually never wins in Mexico, and that Max is very good at the beginning, which is which is why I said I, if Max overtakes it at the start, overtakes him at the start, he's going to win that race because it was a faster car. Cleared. Mm -hmm. I think it was an underperformance for them on qualifying, but in that track, the thin air. Um, historically, Mercedes also struggles with their cooling issues. Even though they've solved that, solved that some here in Mexico, yeah, and you don't have as much as much oxygen. You don't get the the the, the thin air doesn't allow you to maximize your power in the engine because obviously you need oxygen for that engine to mm -hmm. to breathe to really to really not to to burn air because it's oxygen is, is is a catalyst. So the engines are evened out here, so you don't really get that that uh that the power is not as important as your aerodynamics on this track. Um, but yeah. Um, but that's why I said that Max could easily take the lead and just run away with it. That's exactly what he did. So that was the start, but I think the the big I think all those guys that you saw at the beginning, all those cars at the beginning, they all had great starts. They all had similar starts. Mm -hmm. But by both us not covering. And I think mm. if you look at the replay, I think Bottas mm. started to slow down before everybody. He was the earliest breaker. Yeah. When you have. And that created like a, you know, like a domino effect, whatever. Late effect. breakers all around you. Exactly. Especially Danny Ricardo. Not Ricardo. Perez is not known for that, but then you have, you know, he, uh, Verstappen was able to take the position from out there. Like, he just gave it away and that, no, by Bottas making that move. I'm not, not really saying he did it on purpose. Bottas is not really known as a late breaker either. So. No, and, and it shows, I mean, we, we, races that he's been in or incidents that he's been involved, it shows that when he does try to either lay break or be very aggressive, he crashes. <laughs> or spins. Or spins. Or spins, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's not a, he's he's not an aggressive driver. That race in the no. rain. He's clean, but not an aggressive driver. Mm -hmm. Okay. We can go one of two ways here. Let's go in this direction. Uh Daniel Ricardo Taps Valtteri Bottas, causing him to spin, causing front wing damage to Daniel Ricciardo, kind of ruining both races. Like just kind of wrecked them. They were both just in the back of the back of the pack. Um, Daniel Ricciardo, upon watching it, the replay, said, "You know, I don't really blame myself as much." I'm paraphrasing, obviously. He doesn't really blame himself as much, but maybe uh what was it that he said that bought us kind of uh slowed down early just kind of like what ruben said and started to move into the turn before literally the whole rest of the pack kind of causing that uh that hit yeah he still braked late 
But Lost he didn't see. It. Well, he was clean right. when he did all that. He saw it he was more as a no, as he, a first lap he, incident than anything else. No, when he locked up, he was by himself there. Like he didn't have nobody in his right in his proximity. Now, when Bottas went to turn, went to turn, that's when he was, and that's why he got spun because yeah, but he hit also, him on an angle. If you lock up in between all those cars, you have no downforce. There's no really control. There. Exactly right. He locked up early and then yeah. regained control though. Yeah, yeah exactly. but, he didn't just lock up all the way to a but turn. But I don't think he was fully in control either. Because he, because obvious, if he would have seen Botas, I mean, he barely nicked Botas, which is why it's a racing incident. No, the but, reason why, why I'm focusing a little more on Botas is because Paris complained about Botas as well, saying that Botas pretty much just just doing crazy moves. When did he say? What that? did he do? Over the radio. Over the radio, he said that to his team. Because of the way he went into the turn, he also caused. Paris to also have to break late because Barry had to pull out of the Paris right, had to pull out. You know, I get it, but he's I, in front. Right, he's in front, and on top of that, he didn't have a good start, and he has Hamilton on his on his left. Right, the last thing you want to do is wipe your own man out, mm -hmm. cause him cost him the championship right there. That would have been game over. You have to make that move. You have to you have to take that inside line, and he couldn't he couldn't swoop out to be able to take the racing line because mm -hmm. his man is on the left. Didn't no, see Ricardo. Way. Hamilton was on the right. I'm sorry, I'm mistaken. The other left. The other left. <laughs> Backwards. So anyway, the last thing you want to do is affect any one of the championship drivers. So, and he's in front. So it's like, uh. yeah. I mean, it's a racing incident. If you want to, if you have to assign blame, you're gonna assign blame to Danny Rick. He lost a bit of control of the car. He did hit him from behind. We all know, even in a, a regular traffic incident, if you hit somebody from behind, you're at fault. Is exactly what happened with Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen in in Silverstone. He hit him. It was I mean this wasn't as 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 dramatic as that one, but if you want to assign blame, yeah, it was Ricardo's fault. But you you it would be a racing incident just because it's a first lap. Everybody's going into this tight turn, uh, coming off a long straight. Things happen. It is what it is. And both us couldn't get through anymore after that. <laughs> It's tough. So that's one thing. It's thin air on this track. Mm -hmm. If you're in a train of cars, now you're in everybody's dirty air. There's like zero downforce. So like what Yancey was saying is what I feel. You just kind of lose control. You're 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 more of a of a passenger in the car than the yeah. driver because you're you're down on downforce and then like what do you do? You got to figure out a way to be able to make the turn. I don't know. That nobody could overtake in this track anyways. Yeah. On the other side of this, on the other side of that, of that crash, Max Verstappen on the outside, the, the, the last of the lake breakers, right? Um, frankly, I don't know how he had enough traction to be able to break so late, pass everybody in the outside at such a high speed, and then be able to pick up turn two without wiping everybody out. I, I was I, I had in my head like what happened in Monza where he came in so fast in turn one and then turn two he just couldn't make it. Somehow he made it. Um it's a move that he had to make, right? Um what are your thoughts, Yancy, on Max's start and his move? And won the race. He did exactly what he needed to do. He you know everybody knows that if Whoever's out in front on this in this Grand Prix in this track, 
you have a better chance of winning the race. And he's honestly that was the only move that he could make is go on the outside, break super late, and hope that would work. Well, the worst thing would be he locks up and goes into the into the, the grass, onto the grass, <laughs> yeah, onto the like grass. Paris. But it worked out for him. It was on the edge, but it won him the race. That was that that won him the race. At the that won him the race and gave him a, a larger championship lead. At the beginning of the race, I thought I I it's thought right away that do. that Perry was going to get a penalty because he went on the grass, but he didn't go around the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what they never that said even, that. They didn't even they didn't mention, even mention that. that. That's true. Because they were talking about it so much during the practice. I was like, yo, yes, this, practice, is, yeah. this is going to be automatic. But um, what? so obviously after that, like the guy just disappeared into the distance, like see you later. Yeah, the car was clearly faster it, than any other car. It, it was in another league. It, it's like, I. it's probably his favorite track at this point because he, mm-hmm. he just dominates here. It's third he ended, victory here. Yeah, he ended up winning by 16 seconds. Which is absurd. In in this championship fight, a 16-second lead is unheard of. Not really much more to say about Max's race. It was extremely boring for him, right? Yeah. I mean, he drove. That's the thing. If if it's a boring race for you and you win the race, that means you did everything right. But you get no credit for it because it's like, it doesn't seem like it's anything amazing, but he just drove lights out. I mean, he was... Pumping in the laps when he had to pump it in. Pit stop was great. Like, he just did everything. He put his best foot forward. And, you know, this is what, this is what performances like these are championship. Are championship performances. This is like, all right, you take the lead, you hold it. And, and not only, not only that, but you extend your lead in the championship. That's why they're in the lead. You know, but. This is nothing new for Max this season, man. This is the way he's no, been driving all season. The guy has not put a foot wrong at all. No mistakes, nothing. You can't It's crazy. It's it's almost what Lewis Hamilton has done in the previous seasons. Lewis this year has started off the year and it, honestly hats off to Lewis because with the amount of mistakes that he's made, and, and then the, the car is not as good, he's still in the fight. But what Max is doing <laughs> is incredible. And imagine, no DNF in Baku, and none of those crashes, where would he be at? Man? Where would he be at? That's so, what I'm when you look at the, if you look at a, a picture of all the, all the races we had so far, and you know the winners of the race, mm-hmm. you see Max all over. So like, so how come he's not just running away with this thing? But it, obviously Hamilton's still there, but it's, you know, yeah, and the way the yeah. team's been performing, the team as a whole, not just the driver, right. that's the reason why they're in the lead now. Because if they make those little mistakes that have caused Mercedes time and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what: if if Kimi wasn't already the Iceman on the on the grid, mm-hmm. that would be Max. Because this guy. The pressure doesn't affect him. So I, I think we talked about it last week. Uh, Nico Rosberg had to retire because the, the pressure got to him so much of trying to just beat Hamilton, and he did. Vettel in, what was it, 2018, mm-hmm. the second half of the season, spinning out in Germany, like just couldn't get it done. In Singapore in 2017, crashing into Kimi, just could not get it done. <laughs> uh, who else? 
Alonzo and and Lewis Hamilton back in the day in 2007. That was World War Three. On on like the amount of pressure that Lewis Hamilton exerts on his rival drivers in that type of situation. I don't know how this guy is just. It's almost like he doesn't even care. It's 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 weird. Like he barely even talks about the championship itself. It's just like oh you know we did we did okay today etc. Or like we could have done better. And it's just like. It's like he was. He's like a robot. Bred for this. Yeah. (laughs) Now. Why'd you have to bring up Singapore for? Singapore, Singapore. Why'd you have to bring up 20? I have bad memories. Man, that, that was... Yeah, it's 2017, <laughs> Singapore Grand Prix. Traumatized. Traumatized. Yeah, but 2018, like, they were so good, too. Like, oh, man. Ferrari. Uh, Why'd you have to bring it up for? I apologize. What? <laughs> so... Why? <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> so now Verstappen so alright so Verstappen won the race Hamilton second place Paris third Verstappen is now out to a 19 point lead Brazil I don't remember the order Brazil Qatar Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi and Abu Dhabi four races left still all to play for oh um, I wanted to mention by the way guys unfortunately Valtteri Bottas has been officially eliminated from the World Drivers Championship. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Dude, what is it that you the have dream. against Valtteri Bottas? It's not. I, look, I'm just reporting the news, okay? <laughs> I hope he's clean, clean his luck already. <laughs> he's just been, mathematically, are... he's out. That's it. So, so what? Mean, man. I would think ever since he showed his arse on Netflix, you guys have just been... That made me more of a fan, to be honest. <laughs> but if I don't, rem- if I remember correctly, this is how Yancey also felt about Beto leaving Ferrari. What's that? How? When Beto was leaving Ferrari, this is pretty much how he felt. Like, yeah, I can't wait for him to leave already. I you mean, know. I, I, I don't really care either way about, like, whatever. It's just... <laughs> He's thinking... <yeah. laughs> It's just no, but uh, hold on, man. Hold on, Vettel. Vettel, listen. Valtteri Bottas is third in the championship. Of course, yeah. He's won a race this year. Mm-hmm. He's had various podiums. Mm-hmm. What the hell did Vettel do this last year? Ferrari. Five with a clear. Okay. Spinderella. So did Spinderella. I not have a a valid? So so do we. Spinella. So do we have a you know? Okay. Bottas. So Hamilton down 19 points with four races left. That battle, um, I got to give this man credit because not only did Max take off into the distance, he was in clear air for a lot of that race, right? That, That distance that he had to Max was clear air. And Perez with fresher tires and the car that better suited that track was closing in on him like crazy to a point where it came, he was within DRS with a couple of laps left and Hamilton still managed to pull off the second place victory Ruben what do you think first of Sergio Perez's I know that's your man Sergio Perez's <laughs> drive and how well he I think this is third straight third place uh in the last couple of races he's been much better much higher improved what do you think well, since they stopped following 
Verstappen's setup, he just pretty much jumped a few steps on, on performance. And it's showing on the track. Obviously, Paris this weekend, his home race, with all the pressure, interview here, he can't even move. To, you know, he, he had also all that pressure Crazy. on top of him. And he was able to get Crazy. a third place and almost get second. It was tough to get. That, I, I don't think, regardless of how many laps that were left, I don't think he would have gotten second place you know, from Hamilton. Yeah. Because it's just, we were, we were talking about and we were trying to figure out why during the DRS, Right before the turn, he would pull out because I was, hey, just stay far, you know, so you got a little closer. But then we figured out, Ruben, or you told me, Ruben, he just might be getting out of the way to get some air to break the car, you know, to get some downforce in the car to be able to break. And that made a lot of sense. So that's the reason why I said, because this track is so hard to pass and you're trying to pass Hamilton on also a fast car. I'm not going to say, you know, on a faster car than the Rebel, but it's also a super fast car and a super experienced driver. So it's going to be tough to get past him. It's tough to overtake on this track. It was, I think, it was like a total of like four overtakes this entire race. Who's by the way? They showed the crypto.com graphic. It's Vettel that's still leading. Yeah, yeah. I was so I was so excited. Followed by Alonso. I wish that we could follow. Like, I think he's followed by Alonso. By the way, (gasps) they need to put that up during. They need to do like a a, like a cut, like a super cut of like the overtakes and like overlay them over. I don't know. I feel like it would be so exciting to see it. F one. Yeah. Yeah. Listen the coverage, yes. He knows what he's saying. Yes, I'll do it for yes. you. No, but but I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but with all, you know, the whole weekend for him, I'm glad he's finally performing at home. First Mexican driver on the Mexican Grand Prix podium. Yes. yes. Bravo. Um, what was the applause? My bad. Come on, bro. Get on the ball. Get on the ball. Oh, man. No, but... Yeah, man, Check. that was that was pretty cool to see. Actually, yeah, I love his dad the way his dad actually was reacting to everything. You, you're not the only one. He's all our dads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. He was proud of his son. Oh man. my god, wow. dude. at home, my man was celebrating more than Checo was, yeah. bro. That was cool. He was hyped. I think he was the, like only, the, perfect the only hype thing man. that would have been better if Checo had actually won, won the race, race. Yeah. Imagine if it would have been. Do you imagine they would have raised them up on the podium Dude, with the car? Forget it. The whole what? place would have came down. Yo, forget about it. And the and the Mexican Grand Prix right there, best ever Grand Prix ever. I think it was a great drive from Paris. I think that I don't know if it was on him or on the the pit wall. I think they misfired a little bit with uh, their charging of the battery and then also their deployment. They they got to a point where I think five or six laps left. They were in DRS and like you, you could tell then that they obviously they had to back out. They needed to uh, recuperate some of the battery and kind of just let the car get back to a state where they could start attacking again. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a mistake. It was too little, too late. It, no, I think that it was too early. I think yeah, that, that's what you, I'm saying. By the time they got back and the exactly. time that they could get back into the with, with the battery recharge and everything. Would have been too late to pass him. He, I mean, he was very close to him at the end in the last lap, but that was yeah. But that was because the radio, the time of the radio. Go ahead, go ahead, drain the battery, drain the battery. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, pretty much Mm -hmm. just let it go. Last lap, let's let's go for it. But um, there was a saying. I think it was the the gentleman in F one with the technical, you know, take whatever tech spot on it. They were saying that also the the fastest lap, Checker could have had it if he would have pitted again, and he still would have gotten third place. But they were so focused on trying to get over Hamilton to get of second course, place. Of course, that's that way more. Impo- that is way more consequential. Yeah, that is more, way more important, and you don't want to take a chance on losing that podium either. So <sighs> they were heavily over forty seconds. Well, I mean, this was a big weekend for for Red Bull. No, but uh, just, imagine how the crowd would have taken that. 
that you're so close to Hamilton and then you made me pit. Forget just to it. They, they no, no. Lost their mind. But, but the, <laughs> right? the, plus, it doesn't matter to them as much because what they're focused on is on Max. Yes. Yeah, I mean... And Ron Bottas got the fastest lap at the last lap. Yes. If they tried look, twice. That was the second try. If you look at the Constructors' Championship right now, they're within a point. Yeah. Before we were saying that this, could very, this, could, very, this could very well be a year where... We have a constructor winning the constructor championship, and it's not going to be the same team where on the the, mm-hmm. the driver is. Meaning that Mercedes would win the the constructors, and maybe Max will win the championship. I don't know when, how many times that has happened, but I know it happened in all eight. Yeah, that, I know I for mean, a fact. Well, I don't yeah, know because they were disqualified. McLaren. No, it was one hundred to one. Yeah, and McLaren as it or was that 07 when they were disqualified? 07. 07. The team was disqualified. No, 07 Kimi won. But 08, because it was, the race was so close between the two drivers, remember that he only won. It's happened a whole bunch of times. But the, what I'm saying is, is that Perez, more than anyone, is responsible for that because he's been on the podium the last seven races. That gap was... The last seven? No, not, I'm sorry, last three races. No, sorry. Damn. I'm like, damn, right? I'm missing out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The last three races he's been on the podium. He's gotten third place the last three races. And those points are crucial. Now that he's fighting at the top, are crucial for them to close. Have been crucial for them to close up that gap. It's only a point now. Perfect examples. That is the the McLaren situation with Ferrari. Mm-hmm. If Ricardo from the beginning would have been on top performing, where would they be with points? Okay. Faster construction, you know. But they don't. Yeah. So, what do we say about Hamilton's race? To me, I thought that he did the best that he possibly could. He drove a great race too. I think that he drove a great race and I'm solid. And solid race and and to keep um remember that the Red Bull were dictating the strategy. Once they got ahead and there yeah. were two drivers, well, there were two people there. there were both two, times you know. fell back, couldn't yeah. couldn't fight through the field even though I don't think anybody could fight through the field in this track. No. But <laughs> when you have yeah, I'm sure you could. Um, but when you have two cars up at the front fighting one car, obviously Red Bull was going to win, was going to win out. So for him to be in a slower car compared to what the Red Bull was, because the Red Bull was way faster than them on race pace this this tra- this uh, this race. For him to stay in second place, to not only stay in second place but to fight off Perez at the end was a really good drive by Hamilton, and I think that's the best that he could have done with what he had. Yeah. I Kudos to Hamilton. He is yeah. fighting to the very end. True champion. And calmly. Sometimes. <laughs> best of the rest. Give it up. Applause. Pierre Gasly. Yep. The great Gasly. Dude is... Was on an island. He he played the Charles Leclerc role this time around, where mm-hmm. wasn't even on TV. He just did his thing. And <laughs> it's true. They, it's true. They never showed him. Not even one time. P four. P four. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. Hey. Who, I think we even we even got reacted like that when it's a job. Oh, you know, Pierre Gasly four. Like whoa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not a single time did they show him. It just kind of. I don't know if it was the Red Bull versus everybody else that was just better, but like. Gasly just well, dominated. Usually, fourth place is never. It seems that this it's is the way. The, the way, the way, away with it. the way it's played out this season is that 
or I think in most seasons is like this. The top teams are always at the front. Mm-hmm. Then you have just one driver who's just he's in clear air. Yeah. Best of the rest in clear air. He's running away with it because it's really there there's so much clear air in front of him he can Hold run away with it and there's nobody really to follow him behind. So it's just it's it's that one lonely driver and then you have the the, the rest fighting at the back. Yeah, the, the top three race, just were so far out because yeah. at one point I, I don't remember actually this like this like difference in time, but there was they were out like forty seconds ahead of you know everybody, but yeah, Gasly was just fourth, which is the usual. I mean, that's what's been happening this season. Pierre Gasly, eighty six points by himself. By himself, Alpha Tari, a hundred and six points. He is now tied. I say he, Pierre Gasly, is now tied. No, the team is now tied with Alpine at 106. Literally on the strength of Pierre Gasly. And imagine that they didn't screw up his strategy. They didn't screw him up as many times as they did this season because we've seen. Oh, the incidents. Yeah, AlphaTauri has screwed his races up. How long does he stay at AlphaTauri, man? Dude, I can't imagine. What's he got? One more year on his contract or something to that extent? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. But who's gonna come knocking? That's really the question. We saw Helmut Marco go and congratulate him as he was doing his post race interview. Mm-hmm. Is there a shot that he goes back up to the main team? I doubt it. No, the way so. the way Checo's driving now, because Checo, I mean, you could you struggle too. He struggled, but he but that's normal for any driver, especially in that seat. But now 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 he's got control of it. Yes. Yeah. Now. Let's fast forward and let's hypothetical, right? Let's say Max wins a championship and and Red Bull overtakes Mercedes to win the constructor championship. Mm-hmm. Why would you mess that up? Especially now that he's going to be better in that seat. Now that the aero regs are being reset mm-hmm. to something new. Engine regs are being changed in the future, but let's go with the arrow. You still have a solid engine going forward. There's a chance that you have a one-two in the driver's championship next year if yeah. Paris keeps this up. Uh, maybe not, but because Hamilton is still there. But you know what I mean. And George? Oh, my God. Next year is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> next year is going to be awesome. I was okay. going to say, you guys forgot about George? So that's <laughs> Gasly. The Ferraris. Yeah, see. Nothing. Okay. Wow. Solid. Solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For Yancey. Yeah. yeah, it was a solid performance by Ferrari, but it's what they've been doing all year. Fifth and sixth. You uh, know? It's, they it's, try. Mm-hmm. They try. They try to do something different. They only... They swapped, you know, to see if we got pace, but... The, yeah, the, the, only, the only thing that you they could have done better, better is... And there was an explanation for it was maybe when they had to... They were on different strategies, obviously... Mm-hmm. Carlos Sainz was on Nord tires, so they let him have a crack at it. Um, they, unfortunately, when they let him, when they called, when they told Leclerc to move aside, Leclerc was behind some back markers. So he wanted to clear those back markers first before he let him by, um, and that's that's exactly what happened. But then, I think at the point where the where he cleared the back markers, they said, "No, just hold your place." And then later on, they told him to, to go. swap. Yeah, to swap. But he he clearly he let it go. Um, he was, and then obviously they gave uh, Carlos a crack at it. He couldn't catch up to Gassi. Gassi was too quick at that point, so they swapped him again at the end. Yeah, the end. Yeah. yeah. But it shows good teamwork. Team it shows good. that both drivers are on the same page. 
if it was Vettel in that seat as opposed to 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 signs, that would have been a twenty nineteen. Yeah, that would have been a, a a tricky a tricky situation. But that's not the case right now. So or twenty 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 actually. Yeah. yeah, that's not the case right now, which is a good thing going forward because the team is clearly getting better, and the reason why it's getting better is not only is the development. Um, and all the uh, all the the tweaks that the engineers have made to that car getting better, but the team, the drivers, are on the same page and they're shooting towards one goal, which is starting the construction championship, and obviously moving forward, fighting at the top. So they'll get there eventually. Drop down the order a little bit. Their sister team, I'll call it their sister team, right? Alfa Romeo, Kimi Raikkonen finished eighth. And sorry, let me just make sure all that. Yeah, Camille Raikkonen finished eight. Was actually battling whole race, literally the whole race. The race there, it, the the battle up front was so boring for so long that they were showing Camille Raikkonen battling with George, George uh, Russell, with Esteban Ocon, with Fernando Alonso. It was actually pretty fun to see. Antonio Giovinazzi, same thing. At one point, he was up at seventh, ended up dropping back. He finished eleventh. Is there promise in this team, or is it just a one-off? I feel like they've been getting better, the Alfa Romeos, as the season has gone on. I don't know, man. I mean, but what they're fighting is usually for, you know. The bottom. The bottom of the point. So 10th, 11th. They, yeah, compared to where they were last season, yeah, they're better, obviously. But I don't think it's a lack of good drivers. They have two solid drivers on the team. It's just a That's lack right. of resources. That's it. They're showing hope. Yeah. You know, with the new the new engines that are coming down for Ferrari to them. They're showing do you, hope. Do you think they're going to be able to fight at the top of the midfield? Absolutely not. No. no. No, I don't see that. But you never know. Really, the question is, who is the midfield next year? But that's obviously something we can't answer now. Uh, seventh place. We don't even know who's going to be the front runners. Yeah. Seventh place, Sebastian Vettel, after we just trashed him. 42 points to Lance Stroll's 26. Better luck next year, Aston Martin, but decent showing from Vettel. Um, that team should no, I think, be better. I think what happened with Vettel this week was he just had like an incident-free race because Stroll took most of the blood. He, he almost had an incident. I think Ricardo pu- almost pushed him out because of because Ricardo didn't have a, a that wing. Or, or, that yeah. wasn't Stroll? I think that was Stroll. You sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was Vettel, but okay. I'll, I'll concede just for the sake of... <laughs> so we can move forward. Posterity. <laughs> yeah. Anything else on this race, guys? McLaren just nowhere. I don't know what's going on with them. McLaren better wake up. Yeah, yeah, what is going on with McLaren, I have man? no idea. They are not looking good right now. Um, they, I mean, which is good for me, personally. Yeah, they're down now 13 and a half points to Ferrari in the championship, to, for third, in the third place them. championship. Uh, Red Bull is within one point of Mercedes, as mentioned earlier. And now Alpine and Alphatari tied at 106 with four races to go. That's all to play, as and I don't, uh, Martin Brundle would say. I don't see, um, I don't see McLaren catching up, catching up anymore, man. No, it's over. Toast, hmm. Franz. Toast. Let's see what happens. In, <laughs> let's see what happens in Abu Dhabi and, and Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, Alphatari and Alpine. Who you think comes out on top of that? Huh? Alphatari. No, no, no. Alpine. 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 Oh, now you mentioned Alpine from the race. The way that uh, Alonso came out of the 
you know the, always dude he always does that he's got like I don't Some know. reflexes. <laughs> Dude, it, he's like the predator. He like sees it like before it happens. He's got like this heat. Like you see the smoke, then the car appears literally right in front of him. And he's like, okay, let me just go around it. I don't get it. He needs to be on the top. He's car, the predator. Man. Alpine's I want to see I want to see Fernando Alonso at one more shot at the championship. Alpine. Better, better get it together next year. Shot at the Alpine. championship. Please give him a crack. Oh man. And I want him to like cheat his way there. Like what was it in, in Russia? He went through the thing. Like, I want him to just every yeah, dirty man. trick, just pull it out and win. That would be amazing. I put Alonzo up there with, with me, with Wellington, yeah. <laughs> Max Verstappen. Those who said first. <laughs> Max right. Verstappen, uh, Lewis Hamilton. Like, he's right there, man. He just needs a good car. Ruben, let's do it. Brazilian GP preview. Real Lead quick. us off with some trivia. Tri- trivia. Uh, da, 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 da. Go ahead, Yancy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so trivia, I got a couple of questions here. Just three. I didn't get much out of it. I guess. I don't know. Okay. Just wanted just th- three quick things. Didn't have much time to do my homework, doing work. I did this on, on my lunch break. My boss doesn't even allow me to have a lunch break sometimes. <laughs> Damn, bro. It's your, yeah. your own lunch. Yeah. Don't, don't be talking better about your boss, though, bro. I have to. You're going to get fired. Okay, so um, in 2019, name the driver who got his first podium at the Brazilian Grand Prix but didn't make the podium celebration. Oh. <laughs> that was Carlos Sainz. He's right. Oh, uh, Carlos Sainz, after the race and celebration, we Hamilton like who finished third. Hours. <laughs> after the celebration, um, Hamilton who finished third was handed a five-second penalty for causing a collision trying to pass Album for second place. Mm. And that penalty sent yeah. Hamilton all the way to P7 back then. That ruined uh, Albon's career, by the way. Yep. Imagine he had gotten that. Uh, oh, man. Imagine he had gotten that, that podium. Because yeah. oh. remember, because of that incident happening, he was going to win that race, wasn't he? He, no. he, oh, no, no. he was going to push forward into like second place because yeah. he had so much pace. He had fresh No, he was, already, he was already in second album. Hamilton was trying to pass him for second place. Oh, Tato. So that created like a domino effect where Gasly ended up in second, which also happened to be his first podium as well in wow. Brazil that year. Wow. Interesting. Wow. That was a good race. Wow. So talking about podiums, pole positions, stuff like that. Boom. Name the German driver in 2010 to achieve his first and only pole position. To later finish eighth in the race in 2010. That's our boy, yeah. I even give you guys a hint by being a German driver. First and only pole position in Brazil? No, in his career. Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> <laughs> the career thing gave it away. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Hold on, I know this never, guy. What, what did you say? Name the German driver in 2010. To achieve his first and only pole position, pole position, and then he to went to finish the race in eighth. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you, that was rain too. Right? I was, yep. I was about to say, did you say podium? He no, never no, got a podium. No, 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 pole position. No, okay, dude, that was that was a tricky one. Yeah. <laughs> so this one is <laughs> a little. So proud of you. So <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. So like this one is going back a little bit. In 1991. Wow. Senna, the local hero, he won the race. Wow. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me what was the mechanical problem that McLaren was having that almost cost them the race? 
a gear gearbox issue. He yep. was stuck in fifth. Six. Oh, six. That was the only oh, gear he had. He doesn't get the point. <laughs> <laughs> that was a part of he he your answer, right? He couldn't he couldn't even move his shoulders. He had to like struggle to get the, the They got him out of the car, like they pulled him yeah. out of the car. And mm-hmm. the, he couldn't he was carrying the trophy, like, like yeah. he had problems. He couldn't shift. That's like Ruben after a workout. Yeah, that's exactly. crazy. That is so insane, man. Like, how do you pull that off? You can't switch any gears. Bro. <sighs> That's well, insane. I was you, he was stuck on six, so he wasn't going. If you if you if anything after that, because I, I remember he was fine for like the first fifty laps. Mm-hmm. The problem occurred after you know after the first fifty laps. So, dude, and that was his only his only. Um, no, he his, did twice in Brazil. He won twice in Brazil. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought it was his only one. History. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> now we go with Brazil history. Uh, Brazil has been in Formula One for over forty years. Uh, Interlagos was originally built in nineteen forty. Formula One came into the to the track in 1973. Uh, the, the circuit holds the name Autodromo Jose Carlos Pace or Pase. He was a local Sao Paulo Pache. who also Pache? okay Pache. He was a local, you know, local from Sao Paulo as well who won his only F1 race at this track as well. That's a, but you know still the popular name of the track still in Lagos, even mm-hmm. though it has somebody else's name on it. You know why? Because right. it's, it <laughs> <laughs> it's between lagos. It's between the lakes. <laughs> <laughs> that was my trivia question. <laughs> by the by, the ending of, of you know by late nineteen seventies, it was removed from the F one calendar due to safety concerns, bump you know bumpy roads and lack of barriers. It was also it was also a much much you know bigger track than what it is now. Uh, from seventy eight to eighty nine, it was held in Rio de Janeiro. The name of the track is I have no idea how to pronounce it, but it's Jacaripagua, whatever it's called. I don't know. I never mean. Jamiroquai. There you go. There you go. You know, he fancied it. <laughs> he sprinkled a little salt on it. <laughs> yeah, you took it back. Man. Uh, in 19, 1990, he returned to Interlagos, now a smaller track, which is uh, only oh 4.3 kilometers. Yeah. And he has been in the calendar, giving us lots of memorables and rainy moments. Jacaripagua. Lots of what? Has a memorable races and rainy moments. Yes, <laughs> rainy memorables. Uh, highlights, you know, Gasly was early. Gasly and Science podium in 2019, which is also the first podium. Uh, 2019, Max uh, win made uh, Honda's first win since yeah. Interlagos of, ni- of 1991 yeah. when it was the one Toyota by seven. You're crying on mm-hmm. the podium. Honda, okay, not Toyota. Wow, Honda. Yes, damn, you're right. bro. You're right. You got Toyota on the brain. Another highlight is Max again in 2016 when uh, you know when he's showing that he could be considered king of the ring. Yeah. You know? Oh, king of the wet. My that, that amazing was, recovery. Exactly. That was insane. He didn't even win that, that race. That was crazy. No, he got a thing with the second. Yeah. He, you know, remember, by taking remember lines. when he spun and he caught it? Yep. It was it happened in that race. That race he did as well. That's but me the on spun the he didn't like twenty. During Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> When I get hit by a blue shell, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five Brazilians have won at their home soil, which is Filipaldi, uh, Piquet, Senna, Felipe Massa, and Carlos Pachi, what you saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Piquet. Senna's obviously memorable, you know, win, like you know, mentioned in the, in the trivia with the gearbox. And, and we cannot forget to mention 2008. You know, when the emotions <gasps> were super high on Ferrari because they thought they won, you know, the championship by a couple of seconds. Then, you know, the emotions came back down yeah. to the floor when 
Go ahead, say it. <laughs> when Hamilton is that Glock? Is yeah. that <laughs> when it Hamilton was. overtook Glock to for fourth place? Because obviously Hamilton went wow. to be. Yep. Poor Massa, man. <laughs> and what was that? That was has, very emotional, by the way. That dude has to relive that moment every, every year. Every year. He's every there. year. Oh. He was he was in this he was in the Mexican Grand Prix. He was there yesterday too. Mm-hmm. Uh most win by drivers, Alan Pross with six, followed by a two way tie for second for Schumacher. And Carlos Roteman, whatever, the Argentinian guy. Our Carlos Roteman, yeah. Yeah, with four wins apiece. He, just, he recently passed away, by the way. Yeah. Rest in peace to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by third place, three wins. Sebastian, Sebastian Barro has three wins. Um, most win by constructor, Crazy. McLaren with 12, followed by Ferrari with 11. And third place Williams. is Williams with six. Come back to us, Williams. Please. Yep. Most wins by engine manufacturer is Ferrari with 11, followed by Renault with 10. And third place is four with nine. Wow. You what? forgot a yeah. very important piece of history. In the highlights. No, 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 very important piece Go of ahead. history. This was the site of the heavyweight fight between Max Verstappen and Esteban Ocon. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> which prevented... In the winnings. In the winnings. Right? Which winnings. prevented... <laughs> Max Verstappen from winning the race. Yeah, that's true. That's because true. Esteban Ogon was trying to unlap him. Come on, man. How are you going to forget that? Wow. Dude, if he does it again, he's going to kill him. Yeah. He's going to kill him this year. That was in 2018? That was in... No, 2019. No, 19. 2019. The last okay. time this race was held. Yeah. And also, I just you mentioned that, so I started like, okay, what did I forget in my hard drive? You know, started buffering. Uh-huh. So it was... This actually the... It's the slow this, ones. Yeah, this is the... Side of uh, Schumacher's last race with Ferrari. Oh, Brazil. okay. Nice. Damn, thinking about the... Uh, is yeah, that because clock? it used to close out the season. Yes, mm-hmm. until Abu Dhabi came in and took it over. Mm-hmm. Thinking about the whole... Is that, is that clock? clock thing? You know what's crazy is... The only thing I can really think about... Like, you, it shows that, like, Hamilton overtaking him. Then the next shot is what? Nicole Scherzinger with the reaction. And it's just like... like, jumping know, like it's such an iconic thing, but then, like... It's Nicole Scherzinger. Like, nothing against her, but it's like, they're not even, like, a couple anymore. Like, they're done. I don't even think she's into F1 like that. No. I mean, she might be because she's... No, but it's, like, such an iconic, like, with her reaction. I was just, like... Part of Formula One lore yeah, for the rest crazy. of her life. That should have been the trivia question. Who's the girlfriend of Lewis Hamilton? That was easy to get, though. Yeah. That True. was easy. Don't you... You should have had a trivia question on... On what? Verstappen v. Oka. Oh, my God. <laughs> What it if, was easy though. To, what if? Because I'm looking for like, I was. I've never done this trivia stuff in in the past. I've never been. I don't even know how to do this crap. So what I do, I'm, I'm trying to like get it to where, you know, a little bit of confusion on on getting the answer and stuff like that. But over, it's not a giveaway. Over or under five race day during the race. How many times do they show Kelly PK on screen? Ooh. Over or under five, or um, let's say five and a half. Damn. Uh, over. I say under. Under five and a half. PK, one of the most famous Brazilian yeah, drivers. Her dad, yeah. Her dad dating Max Verstappen, potential world drivers her, champion. Her dad is dating Max Verstappen. Yes, the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to create a super driver. Yeah. She does get a lot, a lot, of, a lot of FaceTime on camera at the end in the podium, but not during that the race. counts though. That counts. Race day over race day. Oh, so it'll have to be six. No, Let's the, play the line game. is no. The line is five and a half because if it lands, 
if I say it's six and it lands on six, then nobody wins. I know, but it has to be six. So they're not going to show her half a time. I, but that's the point. <laughs> that's the line. That's that, that, I know. That, that's the, the point, point spread. <laughs> that's a spread. Okay. So predictions. it's over. Predictions. That prediction, we'll put that one in our pockets. Yep. You, you imagine. So if, if they show like half her body, it will be counter half? No. Or if the camera that went to focus on, on Christian Horner and she's next to him. That would like, be half also. That's still one. That's know, still one. It's half guys, the screen time. <laughs> <laughs> okay well bring us back I, I regret it bring us back Williams. predictions <laughs> I am going I think Max is taking this race I Jeez. think Lewis Hamilton is second and I think Sergio Perez is again going to be third with Boras fourth and a Ferrari in fifth can I cheat like that and a Ferrari in fifth which yeah. Ferrari a Ferrari Look one of them I would say Leclerc oh, the red one I don't I know what he's saying but Leclerc the red one the blood red <laughs> The scarlet red. Which one? The scarlet red or the burgundy red? The the Heinz ketchup. <laughs> the barbecue one. All right. Anybody else? No, I see. pretty much what he's saying. We're talking about qualifying or we're talking about the races. The races are predictions. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Max winning, which I don't want him to win, but you know, Hamilton second, Paris third. By the way, I forgot to mention. I like that hat. By the way, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, he stole it from hold Danny it to the Rick. camera. There we go. He stole it from that Danny hat. Ricardo. Yeah, actually, the hat I I I bought it since it came out because it came out earlier last this year. earlier this year. Last year, it was last year it came out. Yes. Okay, yeah, I it thought it came out earlier this year Sorry, for, for, for the beginning of the race. So, but it looks so beautiful. This <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Especially you know the way I was dressed to go see the race. I put yeah. the golf, the you know the golf golf polo the they have too. Golf. The goof, golf. the golf polo they you know they come out. Go ahead, I'm sorry. All right, third place. I was feeling myself then. Yeah, I see. That's, yeah, of course. <laughs> third place, Sergio Perez. Second place, Lewis Hamilton. First place, Kelly PK. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly PK, give it my boyfriend. <laughs> uh, Daniel Kvyat's baby mama. There you go. Wow. <laughs> wow. And on that note, guys, make sure to follow us on all socials. We are available on many podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher are the main ones that we're on. We're on YouTube as a video podcast. Hi, guys. Make sure to drop in, drop a comment, subscribe, ring the bell, give us a thumbs up, give us a like. At Jump to Start F1 on Twitter and Instagram, drop in and say hello. I got re- I got my new phone and I just have not been able to reconnect to Instagram. But at Jump to Start F1, anything else, boys? Is race week again? It's race week. Trip, second Trip. leg of the triple header. Yes, sir. Oof. Brazil Sunday. They're coming thick and fast. Brazil Ooh. Sunday. Brazil Sunday. Peace again. Peace. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Peace.